0: Hello! Welcome to episode 3 of Sincerely Sinnoh. I'm your host, SBJ,
1: and with me is Greg. Salutations, Sinnoh. I'm using the thesaurus. Coming up with them s greetings. <laughs> we move past sup, Sup. are salutations. Sup served its purpose. I got people sliding into my DMs as I asked. That's what sup means. And then,
0: now I, now I can move
1: on. Hmm.
0: No, Irene, she's uh, still stuck in the forest with Cheryl. Look,
1: the long section of this game, Cheryl has a lot to offer
0: somebody, I'm sure. So she's she's going to use, we're recording this on Sunday, I think this one comes out on Monday. Or, yeah. Yeah, she's going to use Sunday to catch up with us, um, which is fine, because uh, she doesn't know that after Gardenia is about 50 plus trainers before you get to Maylene. And I feel like I'm... You might think for a second I'm exaggerating.
1: Not. It's real bad.
0: But at one point, I stopped to start counting trainers. And in a small section after Mount Cornet to where the daycare is, to where, like, the after the daycare is, is 27 trainers. It it wouldn't be so bad if Hart Home
1: wasn't, like, a weird stop-off point, because you can't do anything but the square, which was cute. The square. The Amity Square to bring, to go up and play with your Pokemon. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you go do a contest, but I'm like, I have no moves. I'm not prepared for a contest, so I do not want to spend time here yet. So this town is literally like, come here to, to get the ability to have your Pokemon follow you, which is kind of bad and move on. But I did make two discoveries, two very important discoveries. Okay, in Heart Home. No, about the game. (laughs) One, the overworld style reminds me of a game series called My Sims. I know what you're talking about. And I loved that art style. So I I realized I immediately fell in love with this one. Mm. They have very similar art styles. And I love that art style so much. And this one taught me, like, oh, they look the same. Like, I made that connection. I'm like, this is why I really love this art style. Two, I found out why I love the blur so much.
0: Uh, I and like and I, I hate hate it, it even more and more.
1: And I discovered this on Route 211, because when it blurs the edges, it makes my brain think things are farther away, because there's a trainer off and down below, and it's blurred, and my brain's like, oh, well, of course you can't see them, because they're so far away. So when I'm passively not paying attention to it, my brain thinks the world is much larger than it is, and I like that feeling. I like feeling that things are far away and they get clearer as I approach them. It makes me feel like I'm traveling a bigger distance than I actually am in the game. And I really like that sensation. And it came crystal clear at Route two eleven. I'm like, oh, I can't see them because they're so far down that cliff. That's a really cool effect. And now I
0: I'm I I pay attention to it all the time. I love it. I think it's great. I think the blur is bad and but i feel like there's potential i feel like for my brain it's well your brain isn't good it's not (laughs) very true (laughs) yeah i just you know it would probably like i did ask people in my my twitch and almost everyone said they hated the blur but you had supporters you had like a couple people every it was like one in every like 10 people were like i like the blur and i was like okay (laughs) um but the, if anything, for accessibility purposes, there should be a toggle.
1: But there should be a toggle for a lot of things for accessibility <laughs> purposes. We are, they made some strides with that, right? Like adding icons to the moves, and so they're not just color coded. You know, I didn't
0: even notice that. I I remember you mentioning it an episode ago. And yeah, I was like secretly, I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about, and what? then I and then I, and then I saw it. So
1: the, I mean, they did add some. And I'm like, that is a very cool thing because you have the color representation, but if you have colorblind, that's going to be difficult. But you also have an icon representation. And so the two together really help with visual accessibility, since I have to do this for my job. So I think that's really... And they did those things. And I don't know that the blur affects accessibility a a lot. I think it is an annoyance to people who are like, I need to see crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And like most choices, like you should be able to toggle things off. You should be able to toggle off experience here. You should be able to toggle off some of the, the effects around. You should be able to put it
0: into colorblind mode. Like you should be able to do these things yeah. and you can't. There's still not like um, a Pokemon Go shiny symbol. Right. Which would be hard for people who are colorblind. I've, right. I have a friend who's colorblind and every now and then he'll text me. And he'll be like, I, is this shiny? I can't tell. Yeah. Because uh, he'll be playing like X and Y and he'll like just use his iPhone, to take a picture of the Pokemon on the screen and be like, I, I'm pretty sure right. this is shiny, but so there's like none of that, but like accessibility aside, I don't expect Ilka to be the one that is like doing it better than no. Game Freak. Correct. Uh, I, uh, uh,
1: it's weird because they did for some things, right? Like they added the icons that they haven't added anywhere else. So it they kind of touched on it. And I hope that they continue that. I really do think more accessibility options need to be built into these games. I
0: don't know if the game gets a pass for this. It's funny because we like, again, I'm streaming these games on Twitch. So my Twitch chat makes like a joke of either like the games are too easy or the games are too hard. And I'm like, yeah, of course you make the games harder by putting 800 trainers in. It's not actually harder. It's just just a a slog. slog. But I'm using a Gastrodon. you know, world champion Pokemon right there. You know, Gastrodon has one, I think, two championships. Very good Pokemon. But I have Harden on my Gastrodon, which is a very good move in these games because there's a lot of physical Pokemon. (laughs) And you can spend the first, like, three turns just using Harden and then recover, and then you just sweep, especially if you're under level. But there is no menu like there is in Sword and Shield to be like... Oh, my computer is plus two special attack. Right, I'm plus three defense. Right. Oh, there's four turns of sandstorm left. Yeah, there is none of that. Right, and I don't know if the, the for me the game doesn't. I know what people will say. They'll be like, it's not a competitive game, and they said it's not a competitive right. game. That's saying shield. I don't think that gets a pass. I think that that stuff is still well. One, I do think I do think it makes the game harder because you have to remember right. all of that. But two, I just don't think that's, like, fun or...
1: But the thing is, like, they did other things. Like, they added the up and down arrow yeah, to Nature's. They, so they added some accessibility things to make the game easier to understand, but they took away others. Right. And like- I don't... <laughs> I don't fully understand... And we never will, right? I can't go to a developer meeting and say, hey, explain to me why you made these choices and not these choices. Like, like did somebody
0: just forget? They- or, like, whose job was it to be like, oh, you know well, that... I don't know if they... Didn't forget or if it was like a Game
1: Freak saying we don't want that in there because we don't want it to be seen as competitive. Like, I don't know what went into those decisions, but there are some that like if if the up and down arrow goes away, I will be very upset because I can never remember that in Japan. red is the good color and blue is the bad color mm-hmm. because in my brain, it's flipped. Yes, because stoplights are red. Blood is red. Red is a symbol in our world as bad so when i see it i'm like oh this is the bad nature and that's the good nature because it's blue and it's reverse having the first time i looked and had those arrows i'm like finally finally somebody just put in arrows is that even hard yeah and they're well-designed arrows (laughs) they're good-looking arrows i just the game is kind of confusing to me because i don't I feel like some ideas, they were like, we're going to put this in as, as a testing ground, but we re- we don't want to push it too far. And I, I don't know if I am more happy that they added them in or less happy that they didn't go far enough. So I'm still in this weird middle area of why are there so many trainers that I have to fight because it's a slog. Mm-hmm. Getting between each route and going how many people do i have to keep running into how many how many of you are why are there
0: so many of you go home this is just the problem with old games it and, is and i i feel like i have to explain this every time a new game comes out or or every time like somebody is upset that sword and shield is too easy or something like Games have just fundamentally changed. We How we interact with games have fundamentally changed. And when I was... Like, even when I was 17 or whatever, when Pokemon came out, I was that person that was buying... Because, I, you know, I, I had a job. It was my first job. I didn't have anything to spend money on. I was literally a huge gamer. Like, I never left my house. So, like, every week, I was buying a new game. Like, a new DS game or a new... Wii game, or a new PlayStation 3 game. Like, when I played through Pokemon, I moved on to something else. But when I was younger, when, like, Red and Blue, or Gold and Silver came out, I was so happy that those games were so sluggish, because I would only get, like, one game every six months. I mean, they're artificially long.
1: Yes. It's not... They're not long, because there's variety, variety. And the weird thing that... the weird choice that they made... Th- so, because this has the Verse Seeker, and Verse Seeking was the best way to do EVs back in the day, they have a ton of trainers that have 15 b Because you would just Verse Seeker, and then you could do... I know this person has six B-dews. I can do my EV training here. And they didn't change it for this game. So you keep running into trainers who have a set of four of the same Pokemon. And it is... Mind numbingly boring. Three Ponyta, three Mr. Mime, three B and like, three. Crobat. I don't even know why they did it. I know why that's there. And I'm like, I'm mad that this is here and still this way because you have fixed EV training in other games and it's not here. So we're back to verse seeking to EV train for. I didn't even know. I, because I don't know what's the, at the end game yet. I don't know what I would EV train
0: for. Well, I, I, I'm so excited, too, because, yeah, you're right, like, when, when, because they're called Pokemon Collectors. Yeah. And they're the ones that have three of the exact same Pokemon. And there's a lot of them. And they're like, yeah, this dude has, like, three Mr. Mimes, and you're like, it, I, in one sense, I'm thinking, you're here because of EV training, and in the other sense, I'm thinking, like, there are 400 Pokemon, and everyone has three Geodudes. Yeah. And, it, like, again, I wish I was exaggerating, but Geodude is on every single route. Geodude is on, like, every mm-hmm. single team. Like, mm-hmm. Geodude is... Geodude comes when, up a lot. When you go into the underground, and you're going between these caverns, there's just Geodude everywhere, and it's...
1: I have not run into a Geodude in the hallways. I've only run into Diglett.
0: No, no, oh, it's in the in the rooms. Oh, in the rooms. Geodude Zubat, like, uh... Ro- oh, I have not run into
1: that, because I... Mine is a very grass and water... Oh, maybe I got when, a bad roll.
0: I got so many Geodude down there.
1: Uh that I have a lot of Gastrodon, I have a lot of Silcoon, I have a lot of Wormpole, I have a lot of Buddew.
0: Yeah, I don't have that. I have I've only seen one Gastrodon room. I haven't seen oh, it since.
1: I I got murdered in the Gastrodon. Because things down there are
0: hard <laughs> and they're coming for you. You walk in there and they're <laughs> like kill. There's a point where we talked about the Drifloon. Right. This is a really dumb thing, and it's so very specific, but so, in order to get the Poké Radar in the old games, I'm assuming it's exactly the same. I didn't look it up, but you have to see one of every Pokemon. Yep. And the game gives that to you. Every trainer has a Pokemon, and if it doesn't, it's in the it's in the grass. And if yeah. it doesn't, then like like for f- there's a book. Like the library will yeah, like the show library, you the, a and, picture and, of and like Dialga and Palkia and Garatina. Yeah, the,
1: Cynthia's grandmother shows you.
0: Yeah. The so, legendaries. Once you see all the Pokemon, you unlock the radar. Yeah. And that's how the Pokedex also keeps track. There's like seeing all the Pokemon and like catching all the Pokemon. And I was I'm getting a little hot on myself, but um Fantina's gym is the only gym with trainers that have Driftloon. And so let's say you were like, I'm going to be able to complete the Pokedex and by Monday but you you answer her quiz properly. Yeah. you will You'll never, never see, see those drift until Friday, and then you have to wait till Friday. Mm-hmm. And they made so, choices. It's like it, it's a fifteen year old game, and they clearly like like they they clearly thought about fifteen years ago. We want to place these Pokemon right. in a way, but also like. Why can't any other trainer prior to this just have a Drifloon? Right. Like, it is a well, why, Gen a J4 Pokemon. Why doesn't Pokemon? somebody
1: in the Lost Tower have a Drifloon? <laughs> it's right there. Why? Okay, not to get too deep in the underground. I had hoped they had made the digging game more fun.
0: They didn't. <laughs> um, it is still Bash the Wall. I like it. It's fine. There's still probably... Like, I'm still trying to min-max, like, when I should use the hammer versus the pickaxe. That choice does not make (laughs) the game fun. (laughs) And the fact that the
1: statues are hidden in the walls, I kind of... It's interesting. I don't know how a giant Gyarados statue comes out of a tiny little box, but whatever. We've got compression technology in this universe. Yeah. And there are more interesting things. I just... That game still isn't super fun. Like, it's interesting the first ten times you do it, and then when you're like, I've almost got this dug out, and it collapses on you, and you're like, now I have to travel somewhere else. And hit
0: the radar button, and start over again. I've probably dug up fifteen statues, maybe ten, ten to fifteen. So far, it's been fun enough. It's the enough. Yeah, it's when you have to get more. I think it. I, I think of it like max raid battles. Like it's 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 been fun enough to keep doing max raid battles, right? But they're like more, both mindless uh, to a certain extent. Like the loop is like, the loop is like okay because you're you're still getting something at the end and you're still getting something. Well, you hope you're still getting something at the end. Yeah, I mean, there's like 400 statues and I got two Lucario right away. So that I was have like... two Drifloon, so that helps. And it's not particularly
1: clear how the statues help because it's what, it boosts the rate of whatever you have that is the most.
0: Like type. Type. And yeah, I was like. You can also go to other people's secret base and you can turn on their statues to use theirs, which is cool. I haven't, I haven't gone online with the underground. So the online. I've I've been burning through. I did like an hour of solo. And then I do like, yeah. an hour of online. There's, like, no reason not to do online. Because, like, other people pick up the Diglett things. And so you complete the 40. So there's, like, this mechanic where, like, Diglett appears in the hallways. Yeah. And then if you're... You can have... I think it's, like, seven other people. It's definitely more than four. Yeah. Because when I told people my code, it was, like, five people joined right away. And I was like, oh, we're well above the, like, play with four. It doesn't tell you who's playing with you. There's no way to see, like, a list of the players in your lobby, which is mind-boggling that they're, like, I don't know who's actually (laughs) here. Um, Or, like, who left or who's still here. Or there's no, just a general list of these are the eight players playing together. But you'll complete the Diglets faster, and then you'll get the 40, and then everyone gets, like, the four minutes of finding shiny statues, slash, it, like, gives you an extra shiny roll in the overworld. So, I guess, like, the strat right now is, like, collect the shiny statues and then get your charm and then start. I don't know. I'm not too worried about the shiny stuff. Because that has always been up in the air for the first couple weeks of the game. Um, But the the underground is, like, the wild area replayability thing, which probably knew that max raid battles weren't going to be a thing. So, how do you get your players to come back to this? Experience and I think the underground is a good attempt. Only having two hours in it, I don't know if it's a better attempt. I don't know it's, if it replaces the overall wild area slash max raid battles. But I'm glad there's something different. I'm glad there's something yeah. new. I, I I think I know
1: you can change your secret base location, but you have to ha- have to buy a new drill from somebody. Yes, and I don't know if. So, have you done it where people are in different underworld areas? Like, if somebody's up in the Snowpoint underworld area and you're in the Eternia City underworld Mm -hmm. area, do you still count? You
0: you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do anything with them. Like when they walk past you, you can't even talk to them. You can't press A or anything. It's just like you guys like ghost through each (laughs) other. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Let me. Oh, they made choices. But if somebody's like digging on a wall. You can see that and you can help them dig. So, like, oh, they brought when, that back. So, when you're like in the hammer game, like their hammer just comes slamming down with you. But does it make the wall crack faster? No, it just helps you do it. I don't know if they get anything from it because I've only been helped, I've never helped anyone. Um, and then, if they're in a cavern with you or a ca- or the room, right? Uh, you can like see when they're in a battle with the li- the li- the li- the a ah. little animation, but you can't see what they're fighting. It's interesting. I want yeah, to spend more time I mean, with
1: it. I mean, I because we're doing this, I had to leave the underground. I'm like, I could really spend a lot of time down here. Yeah, it sounds trying, like a lot of
0: people are addicted yeah. to that,
1: and I, I just, don't necessarily think it's fun. But the mini game or just running the around? the mini game? I kind of like running around. I kind of like going to the the biomes. I I find that interesting. Although I'm not in a position where I'm like. I want to stop and try to catch everything down here because we're doing this. So I'm like, I need to get through 5 million trainers by Thursday. (laughs) So I cannot waste my time down here. So I'm curious just spending more time with it and how the statues will affect those Like, that's going to take a lot of time. And I don't know yet if that's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Mm. Yeah. Like the payoff of right. collecting this, and, collecting the this. Statues
1: and making it so that I get a bunch of grass things and then if I go in there am I going to really notice a big change and is that change going to affect some like I don't know and I feel like that in and of itself really feels like it's a post game thing because things are going to unlock the more HMs you get the further in the game more things down there will unlock because that's how the games work yeah so I feel like I could waste a lot of time now or I could get to the end of the game and then be like, okay, let's really focus on the underground, which is kind of how I treated the wild area, to be honest. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does give me huge wild area vibes, and I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what they're going for. And again, I'm glad that they are trying something different on there. It speaks
1: to the fact that once again, they made choices, right? Like they, they built this new area. But then kept so many
0: other things that aren't good, mm-hmm. and I, I read a review. I can't remember where it was from, but they said that if you're like looking for nostalgia, then they have they they would recommend that Diamond Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are good games if you're if you want a one to one experience of Diamond and Pearl. But then the review said it's hard to recommend if, a brand new game when Platinum still does everything better from yeah fourteen years ago, and I'm like, dang, this review is yeah. like exactly what I was trying to say like on yesterday's episode of, yeah, it looks prettier, yeah, there are quality of life features in this the sake of HMS, but if I was to think about like the worst Pokemon games of all time, and that's like even the worst Pokemon game of all time is still better than right. like. Most games, like Diamond and Pearl, are probably it. Like if you play Diamond and Pearl, like the HP bars are so slow. Like the game, the game itself is is not to mention all the trainers, but like the game like feels slow because of it was the first game on the DS, right? And plat, you just play platinum. Platinum is just better. There's no way. There was no reason why you ever go back to Diamond and Pearl when like. Well, like, Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon, you can at least make the argument of the, the story. But yes. But Platinum, like, the story is better. Right. Like, they, 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 there's nothing that Platinum does worse than Diamond and Pearl. Yeah,
1: I mean, the only thing that Platinum did was rearrange... The gym order. And the Pokemon availability.
0: Like, it's there... Better, it's it, better in Platinum.
1: Yeah. There are some things that I'm like, mm-hmm. There are parts of Platinum I'm like, eh. But it added two buttons to the wash. <laughs> the most important <laughs> change.
0: <laughs> yeah, Platinum... Which, is, it just doesn't... Like, again, I get... Y- you You advertise it as Diamond and Pearl because you can sell two versions on a shelf. And people remember Diamond and Pearl. And, you know, Platinum didn't sell that well compared to other um, I, I third just, versions. But, but I like, just if just take all the Platinum stuff, put it in there, still sell it as Diamond yeah, and Pearl. No one's could, going to be upset. Could, yeah. And... And the thing is, they did parts of it.
1: That's the thing that I'm like, you took some things.
0: Very few, but but some, not (laughs) all of them. And it's like even platinum down to like the Elite Four rearranging. And I still
1: think like I wouldn't I mean, I would still say play this on a modern console because I still think these are these are decent games. I wish I could see the intentionality of their decisions stronger. In this game, because some of the things they decided seem intentional, and some of them seem like we're just we just didn't think about it, right? Like the choices that they made in some areas, like that was clearly a choice, and then you look at other areas and like, did they just decide to ignore it? And like, it's that intentionality that I that I get frustrated with with this game because I can't tell what was them just saying leave it. And what was them being deliberate and saying, leave it? Yeah. And you get to Maylene, and Maylene falls into the Rourke pattern that I Gardenia broke. Gardenia, so far, is the best gym leader because Gardenia has three Pokemon introduced in Gen 4, and Maylene has two past and one new. I don't even remember her Pokemon. Oh, Lucario. Metatite Machoke Lucario. Just like Geodude Onyx Craniados. Her gym though, like
0: her gym puzzle's fun. I think it's I think I like her gym you know it's what I like it, it like it is a decent gym puzzle. It's an o oh, it, it, uh, And I fun. like that her gym is like the f- okay, again, going back to the Geodude problem. It's 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 it is a problem. And I, I am as of this recording, I am on my way to Candace. Not a single trainer has a Graveler yet. It has yeah. all been Geodude. And when I got to Maylene and she sent out... Or her NPC sent out a Machoke. I was like, thank goodness. Because, like, one, we're, we're, we've we evolved. Yeah. Two, uh, they give way more experience. I didn't know people didn't know this until my my Twitch stream yesterday. But... I would. I was telling chat how frustrating it is my Twitch chat how frustrating it is to do like I can, like I said I counted the battles. I was like there are twenty one trainers just from this route to this route. Yeah, and they were like, well, how do you? Well, how would you fix that? And I was like, your experience and people. This is what people didn't know. Your experience that you get from uh fighting a Pokemon is based off HP. So the fact that these trainers are using like Cleffa right. or Bidoof or Bidoo... They have such low HP levels. That's why in like um, Sun and Moon, when you SOS Chansey, that's or Blissey bases in right. Mega Ruby. Blissey, the Blissey bases are the greatest. The thing reason ever. you're getting so much experience is because their HP is so high. Yeah. So by what the mistake in these older games? And again, I get it. Faithful remake. You got to match the well, trainers. I mean, to, mistake in quotes because a lot of them were
1: designed for Verse Seeker, and a lot of them were designed for.
0: Yeah, but here but, the, the, yeah. the the thing the verse seeker argument is frustrating because they they position these trainers where you have to fight them. There's very few that I feel like you can just walk around. Yeah. It's almost it's almost like they should have made an area for it or like this house yeah. over here is where the collectors are hanging right. out. Like <sighs> but you but you're going through and it's like where I'm I'm five badges in and I'm still fighting Geodudes. Like, at least give me Gravelers so I can get more experience. Like, cut the trainers in half yeah. and just evolve their Geodudes to Gravelers. I promise you it's not going to be much harder. Right. But you're going to give me more experience just by that switch alone of saying Geodude is now a Graveler. Bidoof is now a B-Barrel. Well, Badoo is, is now a Roselia. And the same problem happens in the grass. Because... There's still
1: a lot of not evolved Pokemon in the grass, so if you're going to be like, "Oh, level up in the grass," they're still their first forms. It's still the
0: same problem. Yeah, and it's random. Mm-hmm. And this was the Heart Gold Soul Silver problem. Right, you, you get to you get to Kanto finally after beating Johto. Oh, God. N- <laughs> none None of the trainers, go, like, yeah. And I have to point this out to people again. When you beat Lance in Heart Gold Soul Silver. You are probably level 50. Yeah, you ha- like Lance he has to be around level 50. His dra- his final dragonite I believe is 55. Yeah. And um even though his dragonite is 55, I think you're supposed to fight Koga when you first get there and I think Koga starts at 48 and then ends at like right. 52. So like Lance is stronger than 6 of the 8 gym leaders mm-hmm. in Kanto. But even that aside because at least those gy- the Kanto gym leaders had like I wouldn't say their AI is better, but at least they have, like, a, like decent teams. There is not a single NPC in all of Kanto that is above level 40. Yeah. And none of their Pokemon are evolved either.
1: No. And people are like, well, you're supposed to get a new team. No, I'm not. I'm not supposed to get a new team.
0: Like, where do you even serve for a new team?
1: Because all do? the wild
0: Pokemon are level 20.
1: Yeah, it's... I, I'm I'm gonna turn this into a Gen 2 thing because I, I get so... I was so angry at those games when they first came out and I'm still angry at those games every time they're remade. Because that whole... We can talk about how Diamond and Pearl is set up and how the, the weird choices... They made so many bad choices in Gen 2 because they had to. Like, so much of Gen 2 is a reflection of all the bug errors of Gen 1. And then they're like, instead of making this region big, we're just going to add another section, but have it not be an enhancement to the game. We're going to keep it at the same level it was.
0: Like, well, even like, again, like I, Dark Type was I, added because Psychic was so broken in Gen One. And I tell so was people, steel. like, think about if if Johto didn't have Kanto to like pay, like Johto itself is so tiny. It's
1: just a tiny region that. That relies on you being a kid to not understand that A, the, the illusion of choice when you get to Echo Greek Chitty isn't isn't true because you really can't go if you go one way, you get so overleveled for going the other way. So it's not and they had to keep them all roughly at a low level anyways. So that whole section just feels weird. And you're like, well, I don't want to go towards the Red Gyarados. Because I still have to go all the way back here and across the ocean and then come all the way back to go all the way back this way. It's
0: not really a choice. It is just an illusion. It's just do you want to do A or B first? And And, and, and B is the bad choice. And B is always going to be significantly easier because there's no way to prevent it. You know, when I was up to Gardenia, I was like perfectly leveled.
1: I was I was frighteningly overleveled. And when
0: I got to Maylene, I was, like, slightly overleveled, and then when I got to Crash Wake, I forgot they did the thing. Even, Crash Wake is number four.
1: We're gonna get to Crash Wake because we need to talk about child labor loss. We'll do that in the next episode.
0: But, ch- May- I forgot that Maylene and Crash Wake are the same level. It's like the Koga Sabrina thing they did in Gen 1, even though, like, Maylene is technically three, but you could, I don't know why you would, but you, you, can't, could. you, you could just not do Maylene and go to Crash Wake. I, again, I don't know why you would. Especially in this game, where they they do the little like flag, and the flag is like Maylene. Yeah, and they say, and and <laughs> the characters tell you to go to Maylene. Yeah, the experience share is nice because it does. I know people hate the experience share in the sense of like, oh, it makes the game like quote unquote too easy. But I I I, I wager to bet all those people they've locked in their team already at this point in the game, and they do not want to change it. Yeah. And so it is a double-edged sword in the fact of like, yes, because you have not changed your team, you are getting way too much experience, but also the game doesn't make you excited to use other Pokemon, so you have no incentive to change your team. And I think that in Sword and Shield and in Sun and Moon, if you change your team, at least, if you change like two to three Pokemon on your team, you will not be over-leveled because you're going to put that Pokemon in the front, you're going to focus a little bit more on that. It's going to spread the experience evenly. And, but if you are a player that like at this point, to be fair, I haven't changed like I haven't changed my team since Gardenia. I haven't changed my game. Well, because like my team is balanced. I I don't know what I would like. Yeah, I swapped. Uh, I
1: wanted to use a fossil on my team this time, so I did switch after Gardenia because I found a fossil. Got my crania dose and was like, "Cool, welcome to the team," but I'm not changing you, and I'm holding the last spot for Swinub, which is a heck of a track to get to. So I have Pachiritu there for pickup, and nothing else. And I'm not leveling Pachiritu. So I just you need to be there to grab things. Yeah. The thing is, the Pokemon they present in the grass at the time, fifteen years ago, was way more exciting than it is coming after Sun and Moon. I mean, not a Sword and Shield. Or it, Sun and Moon. Or, or X and, and Y. It,
0: it, like, X and Y, there's... there's you, you, and the thing X and is, Y is a million Pokemon in They bait one. and switch
1: you. And that's what's so frustrating. They they promise a lot of change in those first two routes that does not play out in the rest of the game. Because there's just a lot of Gen 1, Gen 2, and Gen 3 fodder in so much of the grass. It's just a lot of you dude. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of Wurmple... There's a lot of Zubat. There's a lot of... Abra keeps coming. Why? Why is there so much Abra? And, and the, there's, there no, is, fire. And, there's uh, no fire. There's no fire in this game. Yes. That's why I picked Chimchar. Like, well, the I one mean, fire, I mean, and then you y-
0: get to Ponyta. You can catch a Banaria and get a Lopunny, and that's... You know, the game considers that a fire Pokemon. It does later not. <laughs> it's pure fire, but not pure fire type. <laughs> so, okay, did you go to the clothing shop in... Yeah, you know, I, I, I love clothes customization. Another part of, you know, it's just a minor issue I didn't have with Omega Ruby Alpha Saffir. So I like how they implemented it. it, it it's, it's... Uh, Let it, me take off the dumb hat. That is my yeah, only that, thing. That is the one... Th- I think uh, it's so... This game makes Let's Go look so good. Like, Let's Go had the kind of the simpler clothes. Yeah. But you could at least, like, mix and match it. Yeah. And I I will give
1: you, in that that way, Let's Go is better. But now that the company that's making the Gengar jacket makes a lot more sense (laughs) after I went to that store, I'm like, oh, you're recreating the jacket from the game in the real world, and now I want the real world jacket, uh because I kind of like how it looks in the game. I think the
0: outfits are great. I think the hats, the hats for me just ruin it. Like I, I just wish I could take I the hat off. I
1: some, like I was really hoping that the leather outfit looked Honka? better. It doesn't.
0: Yeah, the, and the there's a nice the, look. casual outfit. Why, why are the pants stained? <laughs> like I, this is not who I am. <laughs> there's like a really just it's a very minor feature, but like when you change your outfit in your menu, the little bag. Changes yeah. to the new bag that you have and I, I thought that was really like I didn't buy a nice
1: touch I didn't buy any clothing yet because I was like I'm wondering if more clothing will unlock Don't think it will but I have hope because I didn't like any of the options So I just switched to my platinum style because I'll force platinum into this game somehow and it might as well be me Maylene's gym is fine I, the whole Don dropping her pokedex or Lucas dropping her pokedex is the weirdest Way to show you that Team Galactic's building is up there, but you can't do anything in there.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, they took it, and they won't give it back. And it's like... I will give the game credit in the fact that um, cities do feel like there's stuff to do. Yes. Um, like, even... I was in Heart Home for an hour, and at the end of that hour, I didn't do anything. But because there's just so much, like, empty buildings with filler dialogue it feels like you're exploring yeah and And they have that weird church in there they have that weird church and sword and shield and newer pokemon games feel like they don't have that and that is a complaint you see from fans of like oh there's nothing to like uh, spike month it's just a hallway right Yeah, and spike month is very disappointing but But, at the same time it's like I I mean I I I take that that criticism for
1: one city but like there's a lot to do in like Nessa city yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot to do in a lot of the other cities. It makes sense that that's a weird hallway because that's their Spike whole deal. Spike should have at
0: least had a clothing
1: store. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, they didn't have clothing stores in a lot of the cities. I, I, Having cities filled with NPCs that don't really do anything is the trainer grind to me. Okay, I talked to you and you told me, the Sun is nice. Great, I know having sun is nice. This does nothing <laughs> i uh, this is just a this is just an exploration grind because most of these people have nothing for you, yeah, and yeah, I spent an hour there talking, doing small talk a thing I don't enjoy doing in real life mm-hmm, so <laughs> like I I don't mind that some places don't have a weird exploration grind because me talking about how much a person likes their
0: clefairy and isn't their clefairy pretty sure yeah I'm gonna go now I feel obligated to talk to every NPC though when I'm in a city like I'm going in this house I'm talking to all of you guys what are you saying well
1: because they hide important things sometimes yeah and you have like that's the problem is there's no clear signal who is important. So, you have to grind through everybody, and that just
0: gets exhausting. So, I feel like I don't, I, this is not the game I expect to fix this. No. Um, and I, I want that to be clear throughout these episodes is like, yes, we understand that this is a 15 year old game. It just makes you think about these things, especially since they're taking a 15 year old game and they're bringing it back and, and modernizing like, it. In and theory. a lot of people are like, There, There is a there's a divide between Pokemon fans that, you know, black and white was bad because they forced you to use new Pokemon. And then there's like the divide of like everything after black and white is bad because that's when they went to 3D and that's when they decreased the shiny odds and that's in the experience share. So there's like there's always like this was the last best Pokemon game. And so Diamond Pearl is very much like this is the last best Pokemon game. Um and we'll, 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 and when we get to when we get to black and white, people will be like, "This was the last this best Pokemon the last game. Best game," and then X and Y is the last best Pokemon game. Um, I mean, really, Genty was the last best Pokemon game. But um, I think about bravely default two, which is another JRPG, and they have you know so many people in town, and they all have like their useless dialogue. But what they do is you know if if that NPC is is worth your time, they put like something above their yeah. head to signify. Well, and- that's
1: the Final Fantasy 14 thing, right? Important quests have a plus by them, and non important quests have just an exclamation point, and then everybody else has nothing. They all have things to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have clear indicators of this will unlock. Progression forward, this is just an experience dump and this is just flavor.
0: And even there and I thought about the Mira thing of like, oh, you could skip that whole yeah, Mira section. You could leave
1: her lost in the cave forever and nobody would care.
0: And like, I am sure that there was probably somebody that talked about Mira. I mean like my because her she, it doesn't she's like my dad was worried about me or something, I think, when you get to the end of the cave. But like there's not even I just think about that and like how do you modernize this? And you modernize that by like having somebody in the town before being like, oh, my daughter is missing with like a plus above his head or yeah. something. Can you find her?
1: Because that's like the truest side quest in this game.
0: And it is like literally one side quest yeah. out of just. Well, there's, there's the unknown side quest too that you can do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Boy, that's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Weird half choices. So then. You are faced after Maylene of an actual two-pronged attack. You can either go to 214 or do what I did and fly back to Home to go to 212. Because both will swoop around to Pastoria. Mm-hmm. So I went back because I wanted to go to the Trophy Garden.
0: Yeah. All right. We can talk about that next time. Yeah, we'll take a break here. And so next time we will be Crasher Wake, Trophy Garden that terrible swamp area um so thank you for listening uh we will see you tomorrow and sincerely Sinn-o. Thank you for listening to Sincerely Sinnoh. If you would like to support the show and what we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to support the show. For just $5 a month, you will get access to bonus podcasts and ad-free podcasts. If you are interested, you also get to join our Slack community where you can battle, trade, talk about a bunch of stuff with a bunch of other Pokemon trainers who also listen to the show. You can head over to isc.cash or patreon.com slash CAST if you would like to support. Now is the perfect time to support because uh, Nick and I are putting out another release of our break music. That's the fun um, music that Nick does when he remixes me, Greg, Will, anyone else on the show. Uh, That's where the mega hound doom comes from and all that other stuff. So if you would like to get the next album and support the show, we're running that special offer until the end of the month. So you can just head over to our Patreon, sign up. If you're already a patron, you will get that album come December when it will be released. But it is limited time. You have until now, until the end of the month to sign up to get that bonus album completely for free or uh, supporting the show. So patreon.com slash PKMNCAST. And I really hope you enjoyed. Sincerely, Sinnoh.